0: Are you ready to release those negative emotions that you've been holding on to far too long? Well, today's guest is going to show you how to do just that. She's an emotional freedom technique practitioner, also a coach, speaker, and author of the newly released book, On the Other Side. So what is this emotional freedom technique, or also known as tapping? Well, it is known to reduce stress and to help release any emotions that you have yet to process. She's going to explain how it works, so don't let this technique pass you by. I'd like to welcome to the show, Julie Jackie. Thank you so much for having me, Autumn. I'm happy to be here. And it's nice we're both in Florida today on opposite sides, but it's nice that we are both in Florida. Yeah, it's.
1: um, I'm grateful the sun is out today and that always makes my heart smile.
0: Yes. That's why I love it. I live in sunny spots. It makes me happy too. As we have um, conversed before and gotten to know each other a little bit better and have, and um, as I followed you on social media, you are such an inspiration in your life of being who you are today. And so I would just like to dive in a little bit deeper from somebody who has experienced in their childhood darkness and abuse, to coming all the way now for you to be a coach, an author, a speaker, um, and a practitioner, an EFT practitioner. So can you first of all tell us and explain a little bit about EFT as a technique that can maybe help other people and put it in their toolbox?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. It's also known as tapping because we tap using our fingertips on different parts of our body, like the top of our head, different points on our face, um, collarbone, and underarms—they're all meridian endpoints, like used in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And what it does is literally reduces cortisol in our body, and cortisol is the stress hormone. So when we're out and about in our lives, and we're busy, and we're feeling anxious and stressed out about all the things we have to do, when we tap it brings down that level of stress and helps calm our body down so we can think more clearly. And then it helps release any emotions that we haven't processed, um, whatever we're dealing with. So that's a little bit about EFT um, in a a really
0: nutshell. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. And then how did you come across it for you to start using it on you and then helping others with it. It was actually something that I kept hearing about online.
1: Like I kept hearing EFT tapping, EFT tapping. I'm like, okay, I better pay attention to this. And I ended up looking um, up in a community ed course when I lived in Minnesota. They had a catalog full of classes and there was an EFT class in there that was a couple hours long. And I'm like, oh, I really want to try that. And so I booked the class and I attended And I had such a great experience with it. I played around a lot with it afterwards, but I felt like there was more to it than I knew. And I ended up taking an online course called um, Weight Loss and Body Confidence with Jessica Ortner. She's from the Tapping Solution, which is an organization that really gets the word out about EFT. And she was writing that book about weight loss and body confidence and doing an online course at the same time. And that course is what really opened me up with my healing journey.
0: Awesome. And as one of those tools that it's helped you, how have you implemented it?
1: In that course, I started using it um, every morning and every evening just for five minutes at a time. So, I was following along with this simple meditation and tapping uh, to clear out the overwhelm. There's a lot of times in the morning we wake up and you'd think that we'd feel refreshed and rejuvenated. But with the lives that I was leading at the time, and I know so many other people lead, just being busy with this long list of to do's, tapping on overwhelm in the morning helped me just better. Be and go about my day because i I often woke up just feeling overwhelmed already. So back in that course, I started tapping just five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening. and over time it developed because I ultimately became a certified practitioner and took multiple classes and um, went through that process. And I use tapping in my everyday life still. I use it in all different ways. Um, Yesterday, I was in the middle of a a transition where I was just processing um, some things about my book that I have coming up and working through just the simple thing of which photo do I want on the back cover of my book. And I noticed that I I shared it on Facebook, on social media, and there's a lot of different comments, and most of them are absolutely wonderful comments. And some of them, um, not mean or intended and mean in any way, shape or form, um, just had me thinking about myself in different ways. And... I've had excess weight on my body for many years, and I've been really self-conscious in the past about having photos taken and photos on social media. And so I just sat in a chair and felt the feelings in my body and tapped on the points, and I could feel myself just calm down where I, I wasn't feeling so, I don't know, worked up about the different comments. And again, they're loving comments. It's just my own
0: reaction about me being self-conscious about those photos and how I look. So when I saw those photos and they are stunning. Um, and I'm super excited um, to actually see that published. But what a great tool for a few reasons. Number one, that you can start something simple like five minutes, because I feel like, you know, when we put and we add more to our day trying to help us get less than it's like, you know, it's nice that we can people can start with 5 minutes and just try to implement it and try to start seeing those results. And then the other thing is i think we all feel that throughout the day whether it's our to-do list or overwhelmed with an emotion because something gets triggered that we can remember to use this and it's free. It's it's not like you have to be, you know, somewhere by yourself. It's it's something that we can all utilize all the time and i think it's such a powerful tool to be able to actually change that chemistry in our body.
1: It is. I call it a handy tool because literally we're using our fingertips that are on our hand. We have it with us all the time and we can just utilize it whenever we need it. So it is. is. We're It's a self-healing
0: tool that is created for us to use. It's, it's awesome. And it is so exciting and I cannot wait to get my hands on your book. Um, and her book is called On the Other Side. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because coming from a place of where you did as a child and what your life looked like and to get on the other side to living a life fully alive and not only for yourself but helping others as a coach. Um, Can you walk us through that process for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, um, when I took that class about weight loss and body confidence and tapping through it, um, what happened for me is – I had these memories come up about the sexual abuse I experienced in childhood. It was like I had stuffed them for so long because I was abused by somebody from age 11 to 17, and I never told anybody that it was happening. I didn't think anybody would believe me. And I thought back then, so remember, I was 11 when it started. And so this is a child thinking, a child's thought process. I thought because he didn't penetrate me with his penis, that I was fine. And I didn't have anything to worry about or deal with. I thought people that were raped or abused in other ways that I wasn't, that they had Um, way worse than I did and had something to deal with that I didn't and that I'd be okay. And, And then I ignored it and stuffed it down and pretended it didn't exist. And I went about my life. And when I was in that course, the memories started to resurface. And as they resurfaced, I realized I couldn't keep shoving them down anymore. It was like I was playing that whack-a-mole game where you know you whack something down that pops up the hole and it goes down, but it pops up another hole. That's what was happening with my memories. And so I kind of felt a little crazy, and I knew that I needed to do something to deal with them. And so I started to get help. I first went to an EFT practitioner. And then I went to a therapist that did EMDR, and EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It's a complicated thing. I'm not certified in it, um, so I can't really describe it to you, but it's very similar to EFT, where it helps um, clear out emotions and shift the memories from our past So we can finish processing those emotions that we shoved down and they come out and you feel, I felt this immense relief and release every time I process different memories and scenes
0: and ways that I felt. Wow, thank you so much for having the courage to share that and present these tools for other people and showing that you can get on the other side if you just do the work. And it is an interesting thing as an adult mind to look back on an 11-year-old mind. And it's just a very interesting point of view about how we frame things, whether we're kids and or adults, just how we frame things. And that's the story you tell yourself. So that's the story you think is reality um, where it's not, you know, and you have to work through what is what is not okay and what is lawful and what's not lawful and work through that as an adult. But, you know, you had the courage to do the work and you also had the courage to share and And use these tools. I think um, EFT is amazing as far as a therapy technique. EMDR is one of the most powerful things. I've actually used both and done both myself also. And EMDR, for those of you that want more information, I can put in the show notes, but EMDR is one of the most powerful things. It's a very fast and quick process. Um, And how it was discovered um, is pretty fascinating. But people that, especially vets, people of abuse, A lot of victims of crime use EMDR, and it's an amazing process to go through. So um, thank you for sharing that tool with us. And then what inspired you to write the book? I, (laughs) I was never planning to write this book.
1: I was never planning to share this story. I actually was originally writing a book about EFT for spiritual entrepreneurs. I wanted to help them get over their fears so they could better serve their clients and help their clients make some shifts. And I had gone to a Hay House Writers Workshop and made the decision that I was going to enter the contest for a publishing contract with them. So I hired a literary company to help me with the book proposal because I had no clue what I was doing. And to be a part of the contest, I needed to submit a book proposal. So I started the book proposal, about EFT, created this outline, knew some of the stories that would be in there. And then I ended up leaving my job in uh, the fall or giving my notice in um, late fall of 2017 and left at the end of the year. And when I did that, I put my book proposal writing on hold. I was trying to transition out of one out of the role and just make sure it was a successful transition. And then in the new year, I had more time freedom, and I picked that book proposal back up so I could start working on it and kind of make up for lost time. And as I was working on it, I just got this overwhelming sense that I was writing the wrong book, and I didn't know what the right book was. And so I went through this process of just being aware of, what are the blogs I've been writing lately? What are the blogs that are on my list to write? And I noticed that they were a lot more personal and didn't really have anything to do with EFT. And I felt this urge to create a timeline. And I got back on the phone with my editing coach and said, hey, I think I'm writing the wrong book. I'm not clear on what the right book is yet, but I have this timeline. Maybe you can help me figure this out. So, she asked me a couple of really great questions to help me figure out what was so, like, what had made the most impact in my life during the timeline that I had all these different things listed. And from that, over the next few days, I processed and was figuring out, and I really realized that all of these things that had a big impact on me, different workshops I attended or different experiences I had. We're about healing and forgiveness. And then it hit me that they all stemmed around childhood sexual abuse. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't really want to write that book. Um, But I think that book is wanting to be written. And so over the next couple of weeks, the book just really started to unfold. And all these stories came in. And that is how this book was born, Um, not because I chose it, but it chose me and wanted to come out. And so I've gone from not wanting to write this book to loving this book and being so excited to share it because I know it's going to make an impact. And it's some of the most vulnerable times in my life that I'm sharing about there's just a couple of abuse scenes in there, but the realizations that I had as I was going through therapy and going through the different EFT and different things that I did, a I, uh, forgiveness workshop, the different realizations and experiences that I had, I share in the book. And I'm excited for it to go out and for people to make the connections for themselves and their own life and start their healing journey or
0: continue their healing journey. How awesome is that, that you know, you have that heart for other people to help them on their journey. And as you, um, as your story started to unfold and you use the word, like I, I had a sense something was wrong. Like you were on one road, you had one idea and you had that sense that you were like on that wrong road. I sometimes call those nudges and, um, good for you having that sense about it, um, And reviewing, like actually looking at what is in front of you so you could actually see something else evolving instead of being stringent and say, no, I have a plan and I've already so far into the plan and I'm going to stick to the plan. It is amazing when we kind of let go of that judgment of having to switch roads or switch the plan, what unfolds. And for this book to unfold, and just like you said, the story started coming out and the flow started happening And then you just realize that you didn't choose it, that it chose you. And I've heard so many similar stories like that. And it's always with people that are able to not judge the situation, but to allow the process to unfold, whatever the project is, whether it's music or a business or a book, but to really allow that process. And then you see in the beginning, it wasn't, you know, you thought that the other book was important and it may still be, but that this is where you were called to share and to heal and to help others. Such an awesome process. Yeah, it's been
1: amazing to go through it. It's like I'm experiencing, but I'm also watching myself experience it and definitely nudges. I've definitely followed the nudges along the way. I think this whole book has been divinely inspired and I follow one nudge after the other,
0: just taking One step at a time, following the nudges. Yeah, I think it's so fun. I think the nudges when they come up, for me, they always feel a little scary, and sometimes I get a little frustrated because I was on one plan and here comes another one. But once you just embrace the process and let that flow happen, and know that it's more of a partnership um, than you just being there by yourself, and that it's for it's for a higher purpose than just yourself or just your healing. But it's that ripple effect that. Um, you're you have already had in the world and that this book is just going to speak to so many more people And then once you start doing it, it's actually kind of fun It's fun to play with the nudges and I wish I would have been better about documenting different nudges in my life along the way because They're fun, you know, the signs are there and it's, it's actually fun to go through that process
1: I agree And i've definitely had resistance to some of the nudges for sure and I share those in my book because um, there's stuff in there, you know. I know I said I wasn't planning to write the book, but then when I did put the outline together, there are things that popped up after that outline was complete that I was never planning to include in the book, and I was nudged so strongly, I, it felt like a good sharp elbow <laughs> to me that I needed to um, get even deeper than what I had bargained for. So it, it's um, it's a powerful process. When I think a key to it, Autumn, is when we get out of the way because we only stop ourselves when we don't follow the nudges or have all the resistance to following them. Once we get out of our way, because it's not about us, like, yes, the book is my story, but the book isn't for me. It's for all the other people in the world that need it. And so when I was able to get out of my way and follow the nudges full on, that's when
0: beautiful writing unfolded. Yes, it's so much fun to play with that. And um, I know when I was writing my book and then when I started recording the audio, I would read something. and I was like, yep, I wrote that. And other things I would have sworn I had no, like I had never seen the words. I did not write those. And it was just following those nudges, like this story of somebody else needs to get out or this information needs to get out or you need to go deeper and do that. I was like, I can't believe that I wrote that. It was just such a funny process. Just like you said, sometimes you see that you're experiencing it and other times you're watching yourself. And that's when you really know that it's that divine connection that's just, you know, using you as an instrument to have that ripple effect in the world. And thank you so much for having the courage to go through that process and speak up and be, you know, bold with your writing and vulnerable because it's not easy to do. You know, there's a lot of other things you could be doing in the world than writing a book and it's not easy. Um, but to be able to not only be a coach, but just to help people that may not be able to connect with you, but might find that book in their hands. So yeah. thank you for that. Thank you. And so to close, where can people
1: find you? Well, I'm, I'm the best way is my website. Um, it is going to be revamped over the next couple of months um so it's going to shift and change but my website is juliejackie.com and you can connect you'll find all my connections to social media and wherever else i am on
0: my website so that's the best place yes thanks and i love your videos that you help explain and um and add that tool so um for you guys that are out there listening and feeling rather you're just kind of feeling stuck or feeling out of control Um, and knowing that you need to release some negative emotions, definitely check out her website and videos and just play with the tool. You never know what tools will come across your path that completely change your life or that help. But um, I'm so glad that you are sharing your gifts with the world. Thank you so much. And in closing, is there anything, one tip that you would give to somebody that's really feeling stuck or out of control right now? You
1: know, in my my book, I have a letter to the reader at the end and everybody has their own journey, but I suggest a place to start is simply that tapping a few minutes each day because that tapping helps us get out of that space of overwhelm and helps us feel more connected to ourselves and helps us to be able to move forward. So my tip is to... To start tapping. If you're already tapping, keep tapping. And even if it's five minutes a day, five minutes in the morning, or five minutes before you go to bed, it will help you so much.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you for that tool. And thank you for sharing. Um, And for all of you that have never tried it, give it a try. And for those that are you, definitely um, keep tapping. So thank you again. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And regardless of where you are in life, rather you're feeling like you're a passenger in your own life and just trying to get through the day or you feel like a boat tied up to a dock because maybe you're just too scared to set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas I would love to connect with you on your journey so please find me at autumnshields.com and or on social and say hello if you would like a complimentary guide on living alive visit the site and it is there waiting for you and remember good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Please take a moment to review or download this episode where you listen to podcasts. Make today the day you decide to live fully alive and leave some room for the unimaginable. So until next time, my friends, keep following the nudges.